This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Today's discussion is Goldman Sachs, Rite Aid, Bank of America, and more. So, so here's what's going on with a few of these different companies and what it means for, for other trends and other companies. First, Goldman Sachs reported lower profits this quarter than a year ago. And people might view that as a negative sign or a challenging sign. I think the reality is, and, and Solomon, the CEO of Goldman, said it right, that Goldman's really very much getting back on the right track. It's getting out of some of these consumer lending businesses. It's getting out of the businesses that weren't the traditional strength of Goldman. And I think Goldman will be far better positioned in the long run if it doesn't try to make itself into a Main Street bank, but stays what it's absolutely great at. So I think that is actually good news in the long run for Goldman Sachs. I think you'll see quite a rebound over the next few years. The second company we'll talk about is somewhat of a mix of a Main Street bank and a major bank, Bank of America. Bank of America, with a few other banks, has shown greater profits this year as interest rates have gone back up. Trading revenue, investment banking revenue, not so strong, but, but the core business of banking doing better on the rebounding of interest rates, uh, what, what, it, what remains to be seen is if we get into a serious recession, how many loans some of these big banks will have out there that won't get paid. That's the big unknown over the next couple of years and what will happen with business conditions. So again, Goldman Sachs showing a loss, a drop in profits, but at the end of the day, I think very much on the right page. It's, it's stock went down a couple of percent based on its report, but, but should be fine in the long run. I think getting back to their core mission is the right thing to do, to do. Bank of America also doing just fine and reporting very good earnings. The, the third story is Rite Aid, and Rite Aid's fasting. Rite Aid's a pharmacy chain the core retail pharmacy business is a tough, tough business. Uh, CVS did a great job years ago of pivoting and combining with Aetna to get themselves not quite into the core pharmacy business, or at least to be in multiple businesses. They're also trying to be in the provider business. They've not gotten as far along in that as they'd like to. Uh, and a similar story is Walgreens. CVS is down about 20 to 30% this year. Probably not where Rite Aid is, which, which has gone bankrupt, filed for bankruptcy. Walgreens is down about 40% this year. And I think what you're going to find is this concept that people go through sort of periods of time where they're trying to explode the number of stores they have, the number of sites they have, and then over time they realize that strategy doesn't really work. So now they're trying to retrench. So one of the themes that's coming out of the Rite Aid bankruptcy and, and CVS closing stores and Walgreens closing stores is whether this is going to cause deserts of stores in certain urban markets, certain rural markets, and so forth and so on. But in any event, in terms of Rite Aid, the, the big challenge there is just the omen that it has or the signaling that it has for CVS and Walgreens and how challenging that is for those companies. They're still heavily reliant on the retail pharmacy business. They're also in the prescription benefit management business, but that business is getting a lot tougher for a lot of these what were traditionally retail pharmacy chains uh, CVS got into the Caremark business, Walgreens has similar uh, prescription benefit management services, but those are getting a lot tougher. In any event, three companies we're watching closely, Goldman Sachs, Rite Aid, Bank of America. Goldman, I think, is, is moving in the right direction. Rite Aid, what a challenging situation and a bad omen for the other big pharmacy retail chains. Uh, and then Bank of America continued to plow along, and the big unknown just being how much debt, they, how much lending they have out there that will ultimately be troubled loans, and we'll see how that plays out over the next several years. Thank you for listening to this version of the Becker Private Equity Podcast, and thank you to our remarkable producer, uh, Chanel Bunger. Thank you very, very much.